Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right. Welcome again to Think Again, our topical discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd year. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I guess I want to start with this admonition. Are you kidding? The president rats out the congressional delegation heading to Afghanistan uh, on a commercial flight just for spite. I mean, that might not be treason, but it certainly betrays a character that is unfit for the office of the presidency. How in the world can somebody think that it is a reasonable thing to do. So to just let that gestate in you as we talk uh, today. Uh, I want to take my initial remarks from an article written by Jonathan Vankin uh, re- with regard to Trump's uh, sinking approval rating amongst his base uh, voter- voters. This uh, article appeared in the Inquisitor uh, online magazine January 13th. Trump's approval rating dropped to historic lows this week due to lowering support from his uh, core base, which the article describes as white voters without a college degree. As the government shutdown, uh, which is centered around Donald Trump's demand to receive funding to build a border wall, uh, which he promised his supporters he was going to build the wall. But that's not the whole promise. His promise was he was going to build the wall and Mexico was going to pay for it. He said this innumerable hundreds of, of times on the campaign trail, even all the way into his first week, weeks in office. He made the same uh, 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 boast and, and promise and, or a lie to <laughs> be the best way to, to, to uh, uh, express that. Uh, an analysis by CNN shows that his approval ratings have dropped to new historic lows. According to CNN's uh, SSRS poll released this past Sunday, Trump's approval rating sits at just at 37 percent with a whopping disapproval rating of 57 percent. Now, these numbers would be of a special concern, you would think, to Trump, but more, more importantly, uh, is that these uh, uh, th- this decline in support in Trump's core base? Uh, the president comes primary. The, 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 the disapproval rate, the decline in, in the uh, approval rating, rather, comes primarily among whites without college degrees. Forty-five percent of them still approve Trump, but forty-seven percent disapprove Trump, marking for the first time. His approval rating with this group has been underwater uh, since February of 2018, or at least since CNN's polling uh, in February of 2018. Trump's approval rating among non-white uh, college voters, excuse me, non, non-college white voters, uh, has 
uh, just declined precipitously just one month ago. Uh, his approval rating among that demographic stood at 54 percent and his disapproval rating was at 39 percent. Now his uh, approval rating is 37 percent. His disapproval rating, according to the CNN poll, is 57 percent. Now, of course, uh, if, if you look at the uh, percentage of uh, uh, white men and white women without college degrees who voted for Trump, in the 2016 election, it's even more stark. According to the Washington Post, 71% of white men without college degrees and 61% of, of non-college white women uh, voted for Trump over Hillary Clinton in 2016. On December 22nd of this year, the average, this is according to the 538.com poll, uh, which takes uh, 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 an average of the 13 major uh, national polls, showed that Trump had a 42 uh, point Uh, 0.2% approval rating uh, among all voters and a 52% uh, disapproval rating. That number, as of January 13th, just a month later, three weeks later, had uh, fallen to uh, 40.6% approval and uh, 54.3% disapproval. This is the the lowest uh, approval rating of any president since 1945, since Harry Truman was the uh, uh, the president at 724 days into their presidency. In fact, the, cl- the closest um, uh, disapproval rating uh, that we or, or lower low approval rating that we have seen over the course of this time period was in 1982 when uh, Ronald Reagan uh, endured a 41.1% uh, approval rating. Uh, at at the seven, 724-day uh, level in his administration. The president's overall approval rating has fallen uh, since his Oval Office address where he uh, was calling for an enhanced border security as if border security and uh, building a wall were the same thing. Uh, this is his lowest approval rating in, in over a year. Voters are optimistic that, uh, according to the Rasmussen poll, uh, are optimi- are not optimistic that the, uh, about the new Congress, but by a 48% to 41% margin, they think it would be better for the country if uh, Trump would, did, would, would do more of what the actual Congress wants as opposed to what Trump just wants on his own. Fueling the loss of, of approval, and I got a couple minutes here, uh, 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 the loss of approval for this president is the, con- is the contraction of the gross domestic product uh, growth caused by the extended shutdown. Uh, According to Jim uh, Tankersley, writing for the New York Times, and uh, uh, quoting Kevin Hassett, chair of the Council of Economic uh, Advisors, he says every week of the shutdown results in uh, a a, a 13.100% reduction in economic growth. So the four weeks that we've endured so far has actually reduced economic growth by literally one half of 1%, a little bit over one half of 1%. That's roughly $104 billion of economic growth that we have lost already as a consequence of this shutdown. If that were uh, were in jobs lost or not created uh, at $40,000 per job per year, including fringes, it would mean that the economy uh, would have lost 26 million jobs over the course of this year that would send the unemployment rate back above 4%. That should be something that would uh, that would seem to 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 uh, uh, 
uh, interest everybody. Now, on this issue of the U.S. and NATO, something bizarre is going on here. This president thinks uh, that NATO is an unnecessary uh, frill, uh, something that uh, the United States is engaged in that it doesn't need to be engaged in. Now, if we remember, NATO was created in 1949, the same period that the um, uh, Soviet Union uh, emerged into a industrialized social, socialist state uh, with links to uh, independent struggles, translate revolutionary struggles all over the world. Uh, 1949 was also the year of the Chinese Re- uh, Revolution. Uh, these developments pulled uh, nearly a third of the world's population into a radical socialist leading uh, 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 communist sphere. Or sphere. Uh, NATO was initially imperialism's uh, counterweight. Uh, to impede the growth of socialism or communism around the world. NATO evolved into an instrument of pseudo rest, uh, 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 Western democratic uh, capitalism expansion. NATO has played a critical role in every U.S. war since 91. Uh, the alliance helped dismember Yugoslavia in 99, invade Afghanistan in 2001, Iraq in 2003. The, 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 uh, uh, well, I'm going to go all, through all of that detail, but the basic policy position, and I'll get to my callers, uh, right away, the basic policy p- uh, uh, position uh, for the United States is is NATO or, or is the United States po- uh, foreign policy the containment of what is now the uh, Russian Federation in its efforts to resurrect a sphere of influence and control outside of its borders that are equal uh, to or greater than it was uh, uh, when it was the Soviet Union? Alternatively, uh, should America's policies revolve around creating stable economies around the world with whom we might trade and source new res- uh, needed raw resources on terms that work economically for the U.S. economy? It would seem that the preservation and expansion of NATO's military capabilities would be critically necessary to contain Russian Federation expansionism. This presumes that Russian expansionism is not the equal and opposing part to American expansionism. But... Uh, in, in, in a nutshell, the U.S. model envisions uh, helping countries grow uh, modern economies using free uh, uh, market democracy as its platform that requires the U.S. to be engaged in trading and economic development initiatives like the European-U.S. Trans-Pacific uh, 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 Transatlantic Partnership, the the, the Trans-Pacific uh, Partnership Trade Agreement, NAFTA, the U.S.-China Trade Agreement, and the agreement uh, uh, with Latin American and South American countries, and, a, and we need to create a trade agreement with Africa and its member countries. If in, in what world is the NATO alliance not a critical part of the U.S. international apparatus? Let me start with there and bring uh, Tony on and get our conversation going. Tony, how are you doing out there? Wonderful, wonderful today. First of all, all last week, while everybody was sleeping, several local stations were bringing up Benghazi all over again. Mm-hmm. They they brought up and were saying that Hillary Clinton was responsible for the death of our ambassador and mm. that in that situation. Well. They wouldn't let me on because I had a contrary. They, 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 when I identified myself, especially on 930, they just slammed the phone on me. Mm-hmm. But here's the scoop. Benghazi occurred in 2012. The Gaudi Committee 
interrogated uh, interrogators finally issued the uh, conclusion. But guess what date they picked to, to, to issue this finding? December 7th of 2016. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound a little weird to you? Mm-hmm. That on the day, the great day of infamy in this country, they would release their conclusions? Now get this. They get the, first, they spent millions and millions of dollars on this issue. Their conclusions are a 997-page uh, uh, summary or conclusion. Their findings are on 80 pages. And initially, they were targeting Hillary Clinton. But I'll never forget this. I went to Veterans Hospital at 8 o'clock in the morning on the day that Gowdy had Mrs. Clinton in for questioning. Remember that day? Mm-hmm. Okay. I came home at 5 o'clock, and they were still questioning her until 1130 11 hours of questioning, right. Exactly. But here's what they they will tell you in their report or in this thing. Mrs. Clinton told the ambassador prior to what occurred that he should not go to Benghazi because it was not was not secure. Remember that? She right. walked with him. Right. She walked with this guy and said, don't go. He said, no, I've got to go. I've got to go because the people love me. Well, remember what that was time-wise. That was the time of Charlie Abdo and, what was it, the Spring Uprisings, mm-hmm. they called it? Right. And all that. What they call the Arab Spring, right. Right, Eric, yeah. So what he did was he actually caused his own death. And by the way, he wasn't, people forget to understand something. He was not shot by anybody. He right. died of smoke, smoke inhalation. Smoke inhalation, right. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to take a different point. The, United, the God that sits above us is extremely angry with the United States of America. That God is angry. Back in 1793, President Washington proclaimed that we were going to take a time to thank God for what he had given us. Remember that, mm-hmm. that proclamation? Yep. Well, how many people just take Thanksgiving as a holiday to go out and do whatever they want and never never even think of the fact that there is a God who has given us good? Do you realize that in 1918, a man named Irving Berlin wrote the song, God Bless America? Mm-hmm. You know who was the person that sang that all the time? Miss Kate Smith. I met her in Philadelphia at a Philadelphia hockey game. She saying that we say God bless. Why would God bless this country when this country is full of immorality, greed, corruption, and all the seven other sins that this people in this country uh, have been doing? Think about about this. What is progress? Amassing a great deal of wealth through scams cheating and even killing people to get get money? Is that really what God wants us to do? In 1993, I looked at a Look magazine ad for a computer, for computers. One of the first computers available was in that year. I know you remember 1993, right, Alex? Absolutely. Yeah. 
And but I was running a head, department of government there, and Matthew was, I think, in kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> like second grade. Yeah, and here's the thing: it said in that ad that there are good consequences from the computer and bad. And I asked this question: Are people out to the to your audience, your tremendous audience, are people happier today with this kind of? communication that eliminates personal communication face-to-face? I don't think so. I I will just say and then leave this up. President Trump 200 times said that Mexico will, and they've computed it, they got it on their machines. Mm -hmm. 200 times he said Mexico would do this. Apparently today at 3 o'clock, He's going to be forced to do something about this shutdown because it's our country's becoming very unsafe and insecure because these people are getting paid. And how many times do they have to stay be told that they should report the work? Ms. Pelosi is not kidding when she said about having security that's really effective. I never thought of it. I always thought, oh, the State of the Union comes up and it's always a good, nice, you know, little thing the president talks. But there are a lot of people involved in security. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The Secret Service isn't being paid right now either. Yep. And, and air traffic controllers not being paid. The people at the border not being paid. What is this all about? Tell me what this is all so, about, so, so, so he has literally shut down his own State of the Union address because of his own behavior and whatnot, right? Yeah, and he decides <laughs> to tell the people that uh, Miss Pelosi and the group that was going to go, which included Republicans, by the way, right. should go, is going to go on a commercial airplane. Right. But even that then, she, she was, she, but she was willing to do that. They were, they were organized to do that. But right. it still needed to be done in secret. His administration yeah, then went to the street and, re- and gave it to reporters. Oh, they're, they're going to be going, you know, at this time, you know, on this, uh, 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 th- this commercial flight, et cetera, jeopardizing all of those people. What kind of person would do a thing like that? I mean, one this who, is... The, one who's right. vengeful and has no conscience. There you go. There you go. By the way, by the way, BuzzFeed should never have published that article that they put out in the first place. You can't publish everything place. that you hear, right? There's, I mean, if you care about the country, right? That's right. God right. bless you, Got Al Take right. care. Thanks, Tony. We'll talk to you during the course of the week. Let's take our first break, and then we'll get John and Lockport. So if you all stick with us, we will sit us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. 
I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnerships, even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Have you had your break today? We all need to get away. And for, for those that didn't quite understand what that segue was about, our president, to uh, help the uh, Clemson Tigers uh, football team celebrate their national championship, decided to take them, instead of taking them to the White House or to some big restaurant where they could all go, it can't be more than like, right, right. Uh, it, it, there's only like 84, 85 guys on a, uh, a college football team. Instead of taking them someplace for dinner or having a dinner catered at the, the White House, he went and got McDonald's to, to buy them hamburgers and French fries. <laughs> and that's what he gave them as their, their celebratory meal. That made sense to the President of the United States. And, of course, when I didn't quite follow that, I was informed by people that that's Donald Trump's favorite you know, menu. So he's probably just doing what he thought what he would do for himself. He was doing that for them. Let me get John and Lockport on. <laughs> get his thoughts. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. All right. Um, you know, nobody seems to be mentioning about Mitch McConnell and his part in this whole Good thing. point. Yeah, uh, he he is he's he's just a coward. I mean, he he has uh, uh, taken away the role of the Senate in this whole thing. I mean, there's supposed to be a check against the president, and all he's doing is falling behind uh, Trump, and 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 uh, so the uh, House can't really do anything, and. <clears throat> You know, all, all he, and he knows that if the but well, what he's done is he's he's replaced the Denny Hassert rule with the Donald Trump rule. Remember, right. the, the Denny Hassert rule was since the Republicans had control of the Senate, that nothing could be uh, even put on the floor until a vote had been taken amongst the Republicans, and and you had a majority of the Republicans that said they would go for it. Then then the bill could be put on the floor to be voted on. Now Mitch McConnell has gone even further. Now he's saying that I won't put a bill on the floor unless Donald Trump tells me before the bill goes to the floor that he'll sign the bill. If he says he's not going to sign the bill, it right, won't so even go on the floor. So he's effectively eliminated the veto. Right. The veto doesn't exist now with right. uh, what he's done. Right. He, got, also, he, you know, he like, has a pre-veto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and this shutdown, it's really making us very unsafe during this time period. Of course. The Coast Guard, the Coast Guard
card is, you know, 90% of all the problems coming into this country come in by air or sea, and it's the Coast Guard that protects us from it. Right. Um, he, you know, I think, too, uh, what's going to happen to Trump is, you know what's going to take him down with all this, uh, all these investigations and everything? When they get a hold of his taxes. <laughs> McDonald's is going to take him down. Right. His taxes. And I think he's going to make a deal, and uh, he might resign with the proviso that he and his family do not get prosecuted. I think that's the kind of deal he's he'll maybe they'll, to maybe they'll get asylum in uh, another country in Yugoslavia yeah. or someplace. Well, one of those islands they hide the money on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and almost everything he said it, uh, that he promised and he said is just the opposite. Yep. There's no Mexico paying for the wall. He, they're draining the swamp. He's the most. This is the most corrupt administration in American history. There's no infrastructure bill. There's no. There's no reductions in drug prices. There's no health plan. There's no. There's no new factories being built. Um, he, uh, he got rid of regulations that actually hurt us. Right. You know, regulations, the EPA, FDA, and all of it. Climate change is a disaster now under him. And. Um, and the tax cuts for billionaires. I mean, like, there's, he's done nothing for the American middle class, except he's, he's done everything wrong for the American middle class. Yep. And then he signed on to his cousin, uh, Stephen King, who says, quote, white nationalists, white supremacists, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? And when I, when I heard that everybody was jumping up and down about the white nationalist, white supremacist terminology, but I'm, it was another part of that phrase that, 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 that got to me. He essentially is saying that white nationalism and white supremacy is equal. These are equal terms to the term Western civilization. I thought Western civilization was the civilizations that are common in Western Europe and in the uh, United States and to a large part in South America. I thought that's what we meant by Western civilization. What do what does that have to do with the term white supremacy and white nationalism? But right. this well, is know, the craziness Trump, that goes on here. Right? You know, you know, he claims, you know, Trump in his uh, Trump claims that he's not a racist and all this, but yet all these uh, racists, da, da, uh, Duke and all the rest of them, right? They, Steve Bannon, Steve Miller, they, right. they're all they're all they've all come out of the woodwork now because he's president. So he must be sending off a signal to all of them that it's okay to be racist. Yep. Yeah. So, so, you know, I may not be a racist, but it's okay for you all to hang with me because I'm, I'm okay with your racism. That's right. right. <laughs> that's what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. All right. Let me rock, John. Thanks, man. Let me get Ron and Chitawaka get his thoughts. Ron, how are you doing, man? All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Western civilization, at least on my textbook definition, used to be the basic Greco-Roman system of Aristotelian logic, law, uh, and the, the pursuit of science, but what he puts white in there, uh, I mean, that changes the whole context. In other words, there's, nobody's ever said there's anything wrong with Western civilization. That's when my you point. Put that in right. the same context with white supremacy. Right. That's a totally different ballgame. I game. thought Western civilization was the typical kind of. Uh, 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 organizational, societal structure that you have in Denmark and France and England and the United States and Canada, you know, and play, I, th- I thought that's right. what we meant by well, Western yeah, civilization. The <laughs> basis that comes out of the old Greco-Roman influence that had its predominance, which spread into Western Europe and ultimately through that in the Western United States and that thing. But, but I mean, but I mean the, the good things about Western civilization in that context are, again, law, 
uh, science, the pursuit of knowledge, diversity. Mm-hmm. That's not the same as contradictory to white supremacy. <laughs> that's the point. It, those are opposite terms. Yeah. But not to Steve King. Not to, uh, not I, I to, okay. not to Stephen. I don't know what their, their definition of white supremacy, white civilization is, I don't know, Christian white womanhood, Christianity, <laughs> uh, exclusivity, supremacy in a fundamental sense rather than just in an ideological sense. In other words, you're, you're supreme because you are born in Western Europe or the yeah. United States as a white person rather than because you have ideas that are different than, say, Oriental mysticism or, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, pre-scientific uh, uh, bad barbarism or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. I mean, see, that's different. When you put the white in there, that's what makes it totally different. Right. You know. Anyway, uh, Mitch McConnell... <clears throat> People trying to figure out what is going on with him. Why is he so hell bent to protect President Trump? In other words, particularly on this issue, it's one thing to be a Republican and side with him on most issues, but this thing with not letting that vote for the to reopen the government come to a to a vote in the Senate, he's afraid probably that he'll get ten or twelve Republicans will go along with it, which means that they could open the government. That would then force the president. To if well, he would probably veto it, and then you'd have to get sixty-seven votes in the Senate. Uh, and, and he must be doing this to protect the president. He must right. be fearing something. Fearing he doesn't want the president. Yeah, he doesn't want the president to have to eat it if he has to veto the bill. Right. You know what I mean? So if the House got together, they put a bill before the uh, Senate because the bill has to start in the House. It it gets to the Senate. If the Senate were to have a vote on the bill that uh, you had a majority vote on the on, on the bill, then it would go to the president, and the president by himself would have to be the one who's saying, "I am the one who's shutting down uh, the government." He wouldn't be able to blame it on somebody else at that point. Right. It would be a hundred percent on be, him. And it seems to me that's what McConnell is is protecting. He's acting as a buffer to protect. That's exactly right. So then right. they can get their media apparatchiks right. and talk radio and Fox News to say, the Democrats' fault. It's all their fault. And yep. even though they couldn't get that wall built for two years with the Republicans in control of everything. And when they had a chance to do it the way he wanted to do it, if you recall just a few months ago, there was a bill on the table that was voted for, uh, on in the House that was uh, uh, being brought before the Senate that would have uh, 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 put $25 billion on the table for border security that he could have used that money any way he wanted. So right. he could have built walls, pieces, you know, with, uh, with with that piece of money. Although I don't think $25 billion is enough to be able to do what they're talking about. But uh, yeah, he, like had, he had that money that was yeah. in his hands. The price yeah. was to let these 1.1 or whatever it is, DACA children, uh, deferred uh, action, uh, arrival, whatever they call it, uh, 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 to, to let those kids stay or those young people stay and to have some process put together that we could all understand that you and I could personally understand how do the 11 million people that are here already illegally how do we integrate those people into our society as opposed to telling all of these people they got to go back to whatever country they originally came from? That right. just needs to be put into some kind of 
process that people like you and me could understand. We would stop whining about it if somebody would just tell us, here's a process. We could hammer out what we agree on and then work with that process. Right now, there's nothing. It's just like we're saying that crimes have been committed, and we're just going to say, yep, crimes are being committed. And it's like prohibition, you know, <laughs> they were just... Yeah. He, keeps, <laughs> he keeps changing the goalposts on this whole thing, too. You, know, you, you think you got an agreement, and then somebody else, he talks to somebody on talk radio or Fox News, and then he changes and that type of thing. Now, one other thing here. This uh, Manafort thing, now, of course, we, we didn't get to talk last year, last week, right. uh, that this idea now that uh, Manafort... Uh, gave internal polling to a Russian intelligence agency, agents uh, who was close tied to uh, this Russian oligarch who was Putinite, that is so, uh, if that's proven to be true, that is so condemning. So, you know, that's, you know, up until now, there have been a lot of rumors, and the only thing we know that he did that absolutely, because we, they've even played the tape on the news, was this idea of paying off these women for, uh, to keep things up. Now, that may be a violation. It probably would have a hard time impeaching him on that. Mm-hmm. It's, since it's, it's not that much different, even though it's a, it could be a felony. It's not that much different than what Clinton did by lying, I mean, trying to pretend he didn't know that in, what it, how to be nice about this. In flagrante de fellatio was real sexual intercourse. I mean, right. He said that's, not, so, that's not the but, same thing. <laughs> but, yeah, but when you get into this Russian stuff, uh, then and it looks. Why else would you give personal, private data that you have and don't want anybody else to know? Internal polling. That's why they call it internal polling. Mm-hmm. Why would you give that to Russia, uh, Russian agents? The only reason I can think of is because you want to target. It helps them target. Do what they did with the Cambridge Analytica. Do what they did on Facebook with those false accounts. Target the voters. Voter suppression by putting up things about Hillary Clinton not being, uh, you know, uh, not being sound and not being anti African American or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also uh, uh, targeting the pro Trump or the people that are potentially pro Trump. What else would they? What other reason would you share that with the Russians for? Right. So, Ron, just on this point, you know, one of the things that seems to, to, to be being manipulated here is the fact that the vast majority of Americans are not uh, what I would call frequent, in-depth readers. In other words, they, they read the newspapers, but they scan the headlines. Yeah. And it's only the things that they're really interested in that they actually read the entire story, if that right. gets done at all. And so because people are not really deep thinking, they're not reading, they're not getting enough information, you can use the, the uh, um, uh, uh, Internet, the uh, social media, you can really influence people by just getting a bunch of rumor stuff started and people will see the rumor and say, well, I know it's Rasmussen. He said it happened. I know it was BuzzFeed. He said it happened. Well, it must be true. And they don't really do any uh, 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 insightful reading you know, about stuff. And so you have people, uh, uh, that's what I think the Russians were doing. They were manipulating what they had confidence in, which was that the vast majority of American people are only superficial readers and so if you can get a rumor thing going just get a lot of them going all at the same time you can end up with 40 percent of the people thinking that hillary clinton was selling kids at a pizza shop you know somewhere on some street in washington dc which actually was occurring (laughs) yeah well there's a thing about it it's something about you know most people who see things on tv now 
I think we've gotten past, you know, in the early days, if it was on TV, people believed it, okay? We got past that. But this social media stuff is only, what, five, ten years old? I mean, it's right. right. And people tend to believe, and of course, the way it's done, you mix the news with, you know, your buddy's daily activities and your families. And I think it has a, it's a very hit, almost hypnotic type, of, hypnotic type of thing where you mix that you mix what is a nice, warm, fuzzy environment of your friends and your family with all of a sudden very striking, hard-hitting news. I think it sucks in a lot of people to believe, well, geez, it's up on Facebook. And my daughter just sent me a thing about her kid on Facebook and a picture. and Now I see this on Facebook, and it kind of mingles it together, very kind of almost a psych war type of approach mm -hmm. toward mixing the acceptable with the unacceptable. You get people used to hearing some things that are true, and so they start thinking that most things they're hearing from that source are also true. Right. And, exactly. and that's really how this bot stuff works, you know, and the way they've been manipulating us. And right. so, and that's, that's, go ahead. And also in combination with the fact that Facebook did a terrible job of keeping people's privacy, you know, and allowing people to God knows what to put up there. You know, you've had, you've had all sorts of stuff that's put up there that is really unregulated. So by doing that, you put, in, you put in, it's another aspect of the sophisticated intelligence operations can disguise themselves as anything. Yeah, but I do want to, you know, just to, to, to be fair to, to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, they did a really good job of cashing the checks for those advertisers that were oh, yeah. uh, buying <laughs> sure. buying time on their their programs. <laughs> All right, thanks, Rob. All right, we'll, we'll get you next week. Why don't we take our last break, and then we'll get John and Rochester to give them some time. So if you all stick with us, we will soon decide to break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. He's the kind of guy who's most at home under the hood of a car or elbow deep in grease and oil. He's Niall Jenkins, and you'll find him on Car Connection every Saturday afternoon at noon on ESPN 1520. With over 25 years of experience in the automotive industry, Jenkins takes his broad expertise to the airwaves to help people who want to take care of their cars, from maintenance to repair. So pull up a creeper, grab a socket wrench, and tune into Motormouth Niall E. Jenkins on Car Connection every Saturday afternoon from noon till 1 on ESPN 15. 20. Cold and flu season is around the corner, and people with conditions like heart disease, asthma, and cancer are especially at risk. Use the thermometer that you and your family can trust, the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 70 clinical studies, and it's the leading thermometer used in hospitals. The entire world wants That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. 
Achievement. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 1520. I'm not sure which culture that was, if that was uh, Greek or Indian, Slavic, okay, <laughs> which may fit then, right? That was sort of a tribute to the uh, love fest between uh, Vladimir Putin and uh, our president. I know that hurts you when you say that, right? Our president, Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Just real quickly, as, before we get, get John on, I just wanted to, to lay something on you off of what uh, Ron was just uh, uh, talking about, how uh, Americans seem to be fairly shallow in terms of their in-depth reading on what seems to be important stuff. Uh, as of May of, of, of last year, in a survey by McLaughlin Associates, uh, something in the area of um, a margin of 33% of uh, American people actually believe that there was real evidence of corruption by President Trump. Only And 51% said no, 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 no corruption. Uh, in a poll by um, uh, uh, MSN, this was uh, 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 in, by uh, Justin w uh, Wise, a poll majority of Americans don't know Mueller uh, probe has uncovered uh, 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 crimes. This is, this is again in May of 2018. More than half of Americans uh, were unaware that special counsel Robert Mueller's probe into Russian interference in a 2016 election had uncovered crimes, according to a new survey from Navigator Research. By that point, there were 17 indictments already underway. Uh, so it, it's just it just shows you how easily the American public uh, is influenced either by things that they just want to be influenced by or being influenced because they get their news from shallow sources and they assume that much of what's being said to them is actually true, especially if they're getting their news primarily in the elevator and in the doctor's office uh, from Fox News. So let me get John on from Rochester. Let me get Rambo Jim on. John, how are you doing out there? I'm doing great. I love the snow, man. I'm, I'm oh, just, uh, John, 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 up. help me, help me. I'm trying to make this the Atlanta of the North. <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, I love it. I, I really do. I, I stopped skiing long ago, but uh, I still get a thrill out of it. And, okay. and that's how I get my exercise. That's how I get my exercise during the winter time. Shovel All right. Well, I hope nobody gets messed up in this snowstorm, and then they come. They, they start knocking on your door asking for help. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that I feel sorry for. No, yeah. no doubt about it. But, yeah. but listen, uh, I got to say, I thank God for Donald J. Trump every day. And uh, I love the, I love the guy more than that. And Is there a Rite Aid in your your neighborhood, like close by? You know, with a drive-in window or something, that you can go and get your medication. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I go to fast food. I get my McDonald's. Fast food. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! By the way, I love McDonald's food. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had their fish fillets? They're uh, excellent. Listen, I, I'm I a vegetarian. I don't. I don't have much use for McDonald's at all. <laughs> I don't. I do stay away from the French fries, though. 
but the fish fillets are fantastic. Okay. But but, but listen, uh, this uh, shutdown. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing that the media doesn't fault Pelosi uh, more. Uh, more than they, they're, they're faulting Trump more or less right now. Why would but, they fault Pelosi when Donald be, Trump said on TV Trump, that he Trump. was going to take, he, he was the one doing the shutdown and he said, I don't want anybody else to take ownership of it. I'm not, I, I, I call it the Trump shutdown. Uh, uh, I don't want anybody else to be blamed for it. I'm not blaming you for it. I'm the one who's shutting. He said these words. He said, I'm the one who's shutting government down. So but how can Pelosi, that be anybody's fault other than him? All, all Pelosi has to do is to agree for $5.7 billion for the wall. And that's, all Donald that, Trump that, has to do. That's hardly a 0% of our budget. All that's Trump, unbelievable. All Trump has to do. If, if somebody has to do something, is to not block the opening of the government in the first place. With, to to not do down. that. No, this is his shutdown. He's the this one who put that out. Shutdown. He's she the one who put that out she, there. She it's, could start it up by agreeing to the 5.7 billion. But, but you know, in a way, the shutdown is good. But I'll tell you why. What's, what's we that? Have, we have too many jobs in the government sector that duplicate a oh. lot of jobs. So those 800,000 people and that are not getting paid, we, we, we didn't need them in the first place, right? Well, the average uh, salary and weight, salary and benefits for a government employee, federal government employees, $132,000 a year. Now, but, 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 uh, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. These, that's not the average salary of federal that's, employees. That's no, not true. No, that's not true. Right. Don't, don't say that. You, that's you, not you, true. You misspoke. Average salary and benefits. I'm talking pension contributions, health care, whatever. If you take average salaries and benefits of federal benefits, employees, it will not come It will not come to 100. No, I'll, no. I'm gonna, I'll get those stats. Th- that would require an average salary of pretty close to $100,000 per person per year. That is not true. The average salary for federal workers, government statistics, $132,000 plus benefits. So, John, you know, you know, you know I'm going to get chapter and verse on this, and I'm going to. I'm going to say this well, on the air next week, okay? Well, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. But, but, you know, the good thing about this is there's a lot of private sector jobs out there. Let's shift the government employment more to the private sector. They don't make our economy hum. It really will because uh, the government employees as a whole. John, uh, John, 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 the planet doesn't work like that. You don't just take – 800,000 people and say, I'm going to take you out of these well, government not, jobs no, not, and no, I'm just no, going to no. drop you into some private sector jobs. The planet doesn't work like that. You're missing my, you're missing my point. I understand that. Uh, but it's just like illegal immigrants. Uh, there's been, over the last number of years, there's been a self-deportation of some illegal immigrants. They so have seen it's hard to get along in this country with uh oversight. Therefore, you're seeing them self-deporting. The same thing applies to government employees. They can see, let's, let's go back, let's go to the private sector. I can do better in the private sector and not have to worry about shutdowns. How do you like that? Well, A, that statement is just not true. They just reported in the paper yesterday, they just reported in the paper yesterday that people who work in the, in, in the public sector often get uh, benefits that do not exist in the private sector at the level that they get in the public sector. People that are in the 
public sector have guaranteed uh, pensions. Uh, they, they have guaranteed increases uh, for COLA and so on year-to-year uh, uh, year in their contracts. That's not true in the private sector in well, many making, parts of the private sector. You're making my point. We need more of the overpaid, overbenefited government employees to go to the private sector, which is more efficient. That's the key to a successful economy. Just because something is cheaper doesn't sure. make it more efficient. We've had, we've had private sector take over our prisons and schools, and they have not proved to be more efficient. They you prove to get people killed and to get worse outcomes so for people. You consider government being efficient. You consider the VAs being efficient. It's 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 a mess. Anything the government touches, it's inefficient. Okay. There's too much bureaucracy. All right. Okay, John. I know that's your point, but I'm going to get back to you next week uh, 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 on this government worker thing. Thanks, man. We'll we'll, t- we'll talk again next week. Let me get Rambo Jim. Then we'll grab Mark. Rambo Jim. And Rambo Jim, you're a former government government worker. Do you think that government workers were being overpaid? You got to look at the jobs that they're doing now. Uh, it's been my um, experience that a lot of times we there's a tendency when we want to save money to say, "Oh, we don't need him, we don't need her," and that's all well and fine. Wherever we could cut corners and legitimately save money is one thing, but a lot of times we'll. Uh, get rid of people and we don't miss them until we get rid of them i give you an example after 9-11 there was a, a real fear that the next terrorist strike was going to come against power plants right the the nuclear nuclear plants, nuclear installations right and so forth we were scrambling the state of new york was scrambling and other states so much to get personnel to guard them they pulled correction officers out of the state prisons mm-hmm. and put them on guard duty with the state police guarding mm-hmm. these different, you know, bridges and power plants and nuclear p- plants and hydroelectric plants because obvious those targets are sitting ducks for the terrorists to hit. And and we found out real quick after 9-11, we didn't have enough people even calling out the National Guard to guard these places. Right. So you got to find a balance somehow. How some way you've got to find a balance there. So because our I, enemies are going to take advantage of the fact that we're cutting corners, right? And right. that's a fact. And they they were they were extremely concerned about that, and they did the best they could to hush it up. However, but Nathan, I want to talk about. You say, oh, there's this love affair between uh, uh, Putin and, uh, Trump and Putin. Putin and, however, and Trump. However, however, love, love, the love affair. Maybe publicly they're putting up a good front, but let me tell you what's going on behind the scenes. As we build more oil pipelines, manufacture more oil drilling equipment, we become more energy self-sufficient, and we're on our way to becoming possibly the number one oil exporting nation in the world. The Russians are getting poorer as a result of that. And which well, means the Russians. Are, oh, Jim, 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 Jim. Let's 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 have good facts. It is true that the United States, if not, I believe the United States actually right now is a net producer of uh, uh, a combination of oil and natural gas. Okay. We are a net plus. We 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 produce more than we use uh, as a country. That is a fact. 
the United States has always exported uh, a good amount, maybe three and a half, four billion barrels a day of oil to other countries and then uh, imported cheaper oil into the United States. We had more expensive oil that we sold to other countries and we imported cheaper oil to ourselves. That ratio is declining as time goes on. You're absolutely right about that. But that's not the same thing as saying that the United States is going to become richer from selling oil to other countries and that uh, the, uh, Russia is going to become poorer. The reality is that Russia is building pipelines right now, uh, to, uh, getting oil from uh, Russia uh, across Poland into Germany on its way to, to France. And Russia is becoming the main uh, supplier of oil and oil products uh, to uh, uh, Western Europe, as well as uh, has always been for Eastern Europe, but also for for Western Europe. That's what's going on right now. Russia is getting uh, uh, richer, not getting poor right now. That's well, we're that's scrambling to 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 cut into their market. And and I didn't under, truly understand this till just I stayed up. Believe it or not, I couldn't sleep last night, so I watched uh, Air Warriors on the Smithsonian Channel. <laughs> okay. Going all the way back to World War II, uh-huh. it, it, all the way back to the time of Stalin, every single time we would develop a new state-of-the-art you know, uh, fighter plane or whatever for its time and era in history, the Russians would turn around, do their research and development, and make something equal many times better. Yeah, because Americans would sell the plans to uh, to, uh, to the Russians. That's how they would catch up. They because would. we got our plans from the Germans and from the Russians, too. I mean, this is this is the international espionage game. This is what goes on. They get their money for research and development, and, and, and they said last night on the Smithsonian Channel, when Putin took over back around 2001, he doubled down and tripled down on research and development. Mm-hmm. So if, if we can cut into their market, cut back on their oil revenues, they're going to have much less money for research and development. Th- that, and that may be, but what I'm trying to help you to understand, Jim, is that that is not what is occurring. What is occurring is that Americans are becoming more independent in terms of being able to source their oil from American uh, oil wells and natural gas wells. So that that is making America more independent from other external sources. But the Russians are also improving their ability to deliver oil to Europe and to uh, Eastern European countries more cheaply. And therefore, they're getting uh, the people who are going to get hurt the most are going to be the Saudi Arabians and the uh, uh, Qatarans and the uh, uh, Kuwaitis. They're the ones who are going to be losing a uh, 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 market share, not the Russians. The Russians are increasing their market share. Do the research. You don't have to take my word for it. Just type into your Internet search well, that's engine. My point is the, the, the race is on now. It's a race between us and them, and it has been going back to World War II. And, and it's just amazing their, their determination, no matter so, 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 Jim, I guess the, the, the issue that I'm trying to get my arms around is not the issue of whether or not Russians are growing or not growing their market share. The issue that I'm trying to get my arms around with you is you started out talking about uh, the issue of the romance between uh, Putin and Trump. What is the basis for why Trump would somehow think that the uh, Vladimir Putin KGB, you know, darling, you know, uh, 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 mentee, uh, how is he somebody that all of a sudden 
we're supposed to be okay with, and we keep bending over backwards to justify behaviors that are engaged in by uh, his modern version of the KGB uh, towards the United States. Why, why, why is that going on? Why do you think that that's fine? If I had been talking to you six years ago about some American official and Vladimir Putin, you would be all up and down the back of that American official because you would think that person was anti the United States. How is it that Vladimir Putin, who is the godfather of the KGB uh, 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 remaining infrastructure uh, uh, in Russia, how is it that he's not just as as uh, uh, feared and despised as any other uh, Russian would have been in years past? Why is it because Donald Trump says he's like he likes his guy? It's okay. Like they're having hearts and flowers together, but the fact is, right now the Cold War is back on, and it is all out. It's an all-out complete race in research and development for new weapons, right. and it's Putin versus Trump. All right, we're going to leave it there, Jim. All right, I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you next week. Let me get Mark on before we get done with the hour. See Mark's thoughts. Mark's, how, how you doing out there? Ah, uh, candy hearts for Putin. <laughs> It, it, you are so hard on people. Six years ago, they would have loved. They they loved Putin six years ago because Obama was in office, and they they were saying Putin was a better leader than Obama. Yeah, that's what the right wing was saying. Yep. And John, you're wrong on your facts again, as usual. The average uh, worker, the average uh, government worker, makes between thirty and forty thousand a year. Exactly. And 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 saying go, going to the private sector, there will be no shutdowns, so we don't have to worry about. It. No, they ha- they have they'll have layoffs at the whim of the dollar. Right. Massive layoffs, which they always do, anyways. That's the that's the uh, shut that's the shutdown of the private sector. And and let's answer me this, Nathan. Why do we need a wall between two non-warring nations? Right. That's why Mrs. Pelosi referred to it as being immoral. It's Israel. Right. She wasn't talking about if you have fencing over here and electronic stuff over here and some walling stuff over here and this and that going along. She wasn't talking about that. She was talking about doing exactly what you just said, just like between, uh, I guess it's Gaza and uh, Israel, you know, this humongous 30-foot high wall and whatnot. Number one, it's a desert. So it's relatively flat land that you're putting this wall up on in the first place. It's 100 place. miles. Right. It's only 100 miles, right? In the, you know, I mean, so if we get right down to it, it's not logistically that difficult to do. But these are two countries that basically are not with each other. The, no, what, I'm, what I'm saying is he wants his own Israel here. Right. He wants to make Mexico become our Israel. He wants to make Mexico Mexicans become Palestinians. Yep. Just like Netanyahu made them the, his enemy. And Netanyahu's doing to the Palestinians what what the what the Nazis did to them. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We're even worse. And 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 uh I, I, I am so glad that he's he's tanking. I think his lies are catching up to him finally. Even the the most rabid horde of his uh, followers are beginning to say, gosh, this just doesn't make any sense. I can't keep supporting this man. That's because the holidays are over and the lies are are all all bunched up and they're all coming out now. Yep, our eyes are clearing now. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, man. We'll see you next week. 
So you all see where we're going. we got a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. The year is the year. And uh, all things are going to be happening. So let's see what we can do to keep our eyes on the prize. We'll see you all next week here at Think Again. Think Again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again. Connection Workshop. Yeah. Well, good afternoon and welcome to this week's live edition of Car Connection right here on ESPN 1520. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Perhaps you're out there uh, clearing some snow from our very first real winter event. Uh, just a couple of tidbits of information to help you out there on the uh, highways and byways slow down (laughs) that's it slow down give way and lane change slowly i'm just saying some people just don't seem to grab that very very well but i would suggest that you try it it might be a really good added feature that you can change lanes and not spin around and take your car apart on the guardrail. We've got a bunch of things coming up for you, so uh, don't go away. We want to make sure that you're hanging out with us for a little while. We'll be here till 1 o'clock, and we'll have a rapid draw. We'll begin that in just a few moments. So your host of Car Connection for the last decade, Niall Motormouth Jenkins in the driver's seat. And just taking a look outside, it looks like the, uh, the uh, weather is kind of gearing up a little bit more so we'll have a couple of tech tips for you coming up a point to ponder entitled the last squirt so there's something for you to think about what does that mean when it comes to your car well it could mean you're out of brake fluid that's a possibility (laughs) that's always a possibility but here's our first winter blast it's finally arrived and as i mentioned already hey take it easy out there on the roadways slow down Give yourself a lot more time to get to and from where you're going so you do it safely and leave some room between you and the vehicles around you and also the road clearing crews. Give them a chance to do what they need to do. You know, they're not, you know, it's not NASCAR out there. That's coming up next month. Um, So give the, uh, the road clearing crews lots of distance 
and let them do the job that they have to do. And uh, when you're making those lane changes, you know, just because you have an SUV with tires on and just because it may be four-wheel drive or or some kind of traction control, that doesn't mean that you can't lose control of that vehicle lane changing. You get caught up in some of the ruts and slushy road material, and before you know it, you're spinning around. So you got to take it easy out there and take your time because usually when we get that first real snowfall um, everyone's a spaz out there on the roadways trying to figure out how to drive on snow it's not like it's the very first snowfall ever so take your time give way